What's up, Joes, and happy Halloween. Welcome to another edition of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan, joined as always by my co-host, the masked man, Rafael Chaidez. Yo, what is going on? Booyaka, booyaka, 619. Haha, <laughs> what's up, brother? Happy Halloween. Thanks, brother. Uh, how's it over there in, on your end? Cold, snowy, raining, shit. Yeah, same shit over here. Awesome fucking weather for my birthday this weekend. Yay! Nice, nice. Not really, but, you know. Nah. Not really, but it is what it is. I mean, when you've had a birthday this time of the year for 36 years, you're used to shit. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. whatever. I got a really badass fight card. My boys are all coming over for the fights. We're going to fucking get high and eat some good food. And in a few short weeks, I'll be seeing you. Yeah, yeah, the 22nd. Yes, sir. I'm going to venture out there. Hell yeah, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to have the boys up to play. I'm excited for the show. Yeah. I'm excited to get yeah, to kick it with you. Oh, no, that's going to go down because me and Quadro are still at ends. Is Quadro coming? I wasn't, I wasn't expecting Quadro. I don't know. I don't know. That, that's just going to be weird. I mean, if he's uh, coming, he's, I mean, whatever. That's fine as long as he doesn't act like a douche. Well, if he's going, it's still awkward between me and him. That's why I'm, I don't know. Well, maybe he shouldn't go then, because... Fences haven't been mended. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, Because oh. I invited I invited the rewrites, and I invited you. I didn't... Yeah. <laughs> if Quaz is going to fuck shit up, I don't want him to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it might be because he, he just might piss me off. Yeah. Well... No, no, I don't want that. Nah, nah. Nah, we we want peace and, and happiness and mm-hmm. smoking so... good times. Uh, I'm not trying to take over anything, but I want to welcome you to the Full Heel Podcast Network. We are live right now on the YouTubes. The, so. the YouTubes, yeah. I was, I was actually, was, you, you were right there where I was heading anyway. So we, it was a perfect segue. Yeah, we we have joined on to the Full Heel Podcast Network because why the fuck it, it only makes sense, you know? Like I said, you've been you've been my co-host now for going on two years. Yeah, and then there's. Uh, I don't know if you want to get into the issue of the whole iTunes thing. Uh, well, I mean, it's pretty well known that we've had an issue with iTunes for a while since Dave fucked everything up, and I've yet to have had not been able to get our RSS feedback. Yeah, so on, on iTunes, for people that don't know about podcasts, you have an option, if you're a creator of a podcast, to go on your podcast and literally turn off the podcast for anybody and everybody to see. So if you were a member of it already, you have it there, and it updates it, and you can still update it. But for some reason, it's invisible. You, if you look for it, you can't find it. it it's uh, that's yeah. an option on there. So whoever he has to sign back in and do it. But he's a dickhead. He's a dickhead, and he's had me blocked on every form of social media for ever now. Because yeah, it will still when i upload the when i upload it to soundcloud which is where the rss feed is based out of that's the hosting site for me it will upload it to the average joe's U- uh, itunes page if you're already subscribed to it you'll get it but if you're not subscribed to it you can't search for it because dave's a piece of shit and made it disappear yeah i think the only thing it does it it gives you the link to the episode and it updates you the episode but it directs you to soundcloud yeah yeah I if, you, if for everything else with itunes um it'll still it will still put it into the iTunes library, but you can't unless you're already subscribed to it. You can't get it anyway. So, 
it's only people that were already subscribed that are still getting it. Otherwise, you can't find it. But because the name of the show already exists, I can't get a new RSS feed for the show and haven't been able to. And I've been trying to fight with iTunes about this for a while. So, simple enough solution. We're fucking joining your podcast network. Boom, yeah. And now uh, I just have to stream on my end. A uh, little bit more work on my end, but it's all good. I can I can make stupid-ass uh, photoshops and descriptions for a video. Well, um, at least with, at least, you, you know, for this one, you could just, you could make the one, the, like that, the average Joe's one like you made and you leave that mm-hmm. one up. You don't have to make a new one for every fight if you don't want to or fucking, mm-hmm. like you have to do for all the different uh, breakdown episodes and um, WWE recaps and all that yeah. stuff. So for the first couple of ones, I think I'm going to put it on here, and then I think I'm going to start a – well, I have a second page, and I think I'm just going to direct that one to the – this is going to be a Full Hill podcast, and then the other one's right. going to be the Full Hill podcast network, network where I'll upload yours and Frankie's onto there. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And then if I can take your RSS feed of you and me, that one will <laughs> drop onto Full Hill podcast. But Frankie's, since it's a completely different thing, and he, he has his name and he can make an iTunes account and everything – I'm going to eventually, once he's got like five to ten episodes, I'm going to start his own um, his own SoundCloud, his own Podbean, and drop all ten episodes, and he'll have his own. Well, I think I'll keep his videos on the network just so we can get views on the network, and we can try to build views off of there. Yeah. But then uh, he can have his own, like like you'll have your own thing for SoundCloud. Right. The only thing I'll be, it'll be accessible on iTunes now. Frankie's will be its own separate thing, iTunes and SoundCloud. I'll just be the platform for Average Joe since this fucking dickhead did all this shit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, it's because iTunes is so big and everyone, I gotta have an iPhone, I gotta have an iPhone, so. <laughs> I know, it's been, and Kyle, or, and Blake was cool enough for a long time with, uh, letting me use the load of Joe's, especially in the downtime that when he went, um, went off the air and wasn't doing podcasts for a while. Like we were the, we were putting content up on the load of Joe's page, but then uh, when he came back and changed formats, it just didn't like, it didn't make sense. Yeah. That's why I asked you today. I'm like, Hey, are we still on iTunes or what's going on? No, with that? I haven't, I haven't put an episode up there since he came back with the, with the unfiltered bachelor. Okay. Because okay, it yeah, was, it's completely it's a different. Complete different ba- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where at least well, when like, it was loaded Joe's, it made sense. Because it was MMA related, just like his, but and Joe's was in the and, fucking and Joe's, yeah, the cousin Joe's. So yeah. Well, now, um, now we're now we. Have I want to thank you for letting us welcome you into the into our open arms. I want to thank you for welcoming shit, fucking cord. I want to thank you for welcoming me and us. Yeah, well, I kind of i I never really thought about it until I started producing frankie's podcast i'm like why don't i just ask jeff to come along too yeah it only makes sense like i said we're i'm you've been co-hosting this forever i mm-hmm. you know come on your show as a guest so, somewhat frequently so the three podcast guys full heel podcast average joe's mma show and i don't know what frankie's name of the podcast is yet frankie but talks for, football for, for now it's football on full heel I like I like football on Full Hill actually. That's or what full, I'm referring to. Or Full to Hill Football Club. 
until it gets a name. <laughs> you should call it Full Hill Football Club. Well, well it's, let's it's spell it. Show. I don't know. Yeah. It's because yeah. there's three of them, and there's three guys, and I, I don't think they've decided yet. It, it was a lot easier with me and Jesus, and I kind of just decided, but, you know. Well, you know. So, yeah, I think I mentioned it's Halloween. That's why I'm wearing the mask. Yeah. I'm, I got the, I'm ca- not... the candy on deck, Reese's, Kit Kats. I got some Warheads on the side, too. And I'm, I'm Rey Mysterio for Halloween, Jedi Rey Mysterio. I got a lightsaber in my championship belt for those of you guys. <laughs> Fucking champion, bro. Champion of podcast. Goddamn right. Well, I don't. I I would. I think. Um, I think Conrad. Yeah, yeah. And Conrad might might have you uh, might have you topped on that one. The pod, We're coming for you, Conrad, brother. The the pod father, as yeah. he's referred to as now. That fucking network is crazy. That whole how, how how big he's gotten. He's got a really solid fucking podcast network. I mean, mm-hmm. something to wrestle with is a is a multi time podcast of the year winner. Um, I fucking love what happened when. <clears throat> I'm a huge 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 fan of that show. Um, last couple of what happened when the only the only show that he's on that I don't listen to is 83 weeks. Never listened to that one. I haven't listened to Grilling with JR. I've listened to clips from it. But the reason I like uh, something to wrestle with is because it's super informative, but they're buddies and they joke around and fuck around. I like what happened when, not as much as something to wrestle with because uh, it's just a little bit more goofy, a little bit more off the cusp. Uh, Bruce seems to know how to mix it in very well. And him and Comrade have, uh, to me, they, they seem to have a very, very good chemistry. Well, Bruce has the advantage of because he was involved in so much on the inside to be able to have that knowledge. Where Tony is, is just he was just the, he was just there as the commentator, and he did did some producing, but <clears throat> um, Tony's whole thing, yeah, that that it's just supposed to be funny, and that's essentially. He tried. They tried initially to kind of follow the something to wrestle with uh, formula, and it just wasn't working. And so it turned into more of them with what happened when they do way more watch alongs, where they just yeah, yeah, yeah. watch episodes or watch pay per views and shit. And yeah, Tony and Conrad are goofy and silly and shit. Um, but since I know you like the super informative shit, I will tell you, I think you'll like, you need to listen to Arn then. Arn? Yeah. Arn's new podcast. Yeah, they have like three, four episodes out. Yeah, maybe five. Maybe five yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's, it's it's his view or his his explanation of a, a guy coming up through the actual... The actual war. He's yeah. The actual guy well, he's giving you. Yeah, he's giving you where like Bruce gives you the backstage shit. This where is the first. He was like, hey, this, this, and that. He was he was fucking ordering general. Or he was ordering the soldiers around. You go here. You go here. This is how it's gonna be done. Well, he talked. Yeah. He's talked about like the the wrestlers. Like one episode, it started with like. Arn starting his career, getting into up to like Jim Crocker promotions, and then he did one on like Jim Crocker promotions and leaving and going to WWE. He did one with this the year that he did his feud with Flair, um, but 
like Conrad talked about, they did a ask ask art anything one or two episodes ago, and uh, <clears throat> Conrad was talking about it on what happened when and like Jesus, I got to get a new cord apparently because this thing's fucking short. Um, that eventually, yeah. Every time I touch it, it fucking crackles. Oh. Um, that eventually they're going. To, you know, Arn's going to go in depth on the the when him and fucking Sid Vicious got in that fight. Or we stabbed him. We with stabbed his, him yeah, with they, they this. Mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mentioned. yeah. So, um, no, it's I like I like it a lot because you're getting you're getting that that wrestler's perspective of everything from from Arn. You know the word learning about the workers' handshake, and you know him him coming in learning kayfabe and stuff like that, and how initially you know nobody wanted to smarten you up to the business; you had to earn that right. And like Arden talking about who you know, there, there's a lot of talk about the horsemen, but it's it's been really good. I like it. Poor horsemen, baby. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, damn. I, I like Grill and Jr. as well because you just get you get a, a lot of information from Jr. because he was involved with a lot being in talent relations and stuff. But man, Jr. will cut a promo and it's fucking great. He cut one on uh, Johnny Ace like two episodes ago. He was in a bad mood because he had uh, he had a bunch of travel issues coming home from one of the dynamite episodes and shit, and so when Conrad got him, he was like fresh off the plane, pissed off, and he like cut a promo at the beginning of the episode on the airline, and then Conrad asked about Johnny Ace, and it was like when Johnny Ace they were talking about when Johnny Ace took uh, Jr's job as talent relations, just kind of cut it out from under him. <laughs> and Jr. went off about fucking Johnny Ace and how terrible he was, and he's like, "Let's look at the errors of of the people that he brought in, you know, and compare compare it to like he was like basically saying like, look at what I did." But I thought you know where he had like you know Stone Cold, The Rock, Cena, whatever, whatever, and fucking Johnny Ace has been. What? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Roman Reigns, maybe. And look how well that's gotten over. Right, that's what that's what I mean. Crown Jewel was today. I missed it. I'm doing a breakdown on Tuesday, but I don't I have no idea what happened. I, well actually I do I have ideas what happened. One well, I know what happened because it's already been spoiled. I was gonna say I Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. I definitely have to replace this cable. Um I know what happened too because I I saw it online, but I've heard it's. I was talking with my friend Cameron about the Brock match, and it was not good. Shite. It was very quick. He said I had. He told me I have to watch the Braun Strowman fucking um. Uh, who's he? Who's he fight? Tyson Fury. Fury? Yeah. Yeah, he said I have to watch the Braun Strowman Tyson Fury fight or match. So I'm guessing that's really bad. Well Yeah, I can see why. Yeah, Tyson well, Fury, so can Tyson I. Fury, look, Tyson Fury is very awkward and very weird bodied. 
he knows how to throw his body in a boxing manner for sure in the, in the science of boxing this is a completely different way of knowing how to fall knowing how to gracefully launch yourself when people look like they're fucking floating it's because they know how to they know how to jump they know how to my friend used to break dance on the fucking on the floors in the hallway of the of the schools no boxes or anything no no like no pads or nothing for sure but that's because that that's because he knew how to fucking fall and then when when you do MMA you know how to fucking when they toss you you know how to slap the mat to distribute your weight right he's going to he's going to look super fucked up man especially like Moving around and like running off the ropes, I I can just imagine how fucked up it's gonna look. Well, and it it's like uh, the the from what I understand, the Brock and and Kane match, like they tried to do a work shoot. So basically, like they, you know, they tried to do like an MMA match, but totally staged, and it was just bad, is what he said. Yeah, and it was quick. I I had zero interest ryan's like hey do you want to break it down i'm like oh yeah i'm like i'm down to shit on the fucking pay-per-view i'm like i try to be fucking positive i'm like but if they're gonna give us dookie on this one i'm i'll talk shit about it but i haven't yeah. seen it yet so i don't know and like seeing some of the results well like seeing one of the results i'm kind of intrigued that they actually got me intrigued so yeah not not between those the matches that you just discussed between the universal universal title picture i want to see what happened there who was uh? Who was it? Who was competing? Seth and the Fiend. They were rematching. Oh, they're rematching the fucking dog shit pile that was the match at. <laughs> uh, El yeah, yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert: five, four, three, two. Yeah, I warned you guys. Um, I saw pictures of the Fiend with the Universal Title, and it's all red. So they put the title on the Fiend. It looks like that's why I'm kind of intrigued. They actually pulled the trigger. It's something that they should have done last pay-per-view, and I don't think it's too late. I think they keep him away for a week or two, let us uh, let us want the Fiend a little bit more, and uh, stop. Look, they know we want it, and they keep on giving it to us every week. That's not how you fucking do things. Right. That's how we you want it. Overkill give it. it to us a week. Yeah. Keep them away. Give us one week. Keep them away. Is uh, Are they on Raw or are they on SmackDown? Uh, Universal Titles Raw. Interesting. I was just wondering because I was curious if uh, with Bruce being kind of tied to that whole thing with the Firefly Funhouse and being the producer on the segments and shit like that, I was just wondering, no, with him being the uh, executive director of SmackDown, if he was still working with Bray, which, I mean, I'm glad he's in Paul's hands too, but. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, the Fiend segments are working, and now that they put the title on them, I think people should be happy, but usually WWE fans are very fickle, and once you give them what they want, they turn your they turn their back, and yeah. they say, fuck that, why'd you do it? Because they don't we like the way... This. Yeah, they don't like the way that they're going to push it, so... Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like... So right now everyone complains about Becky, Rollins, and Roman. So before it was, why the hell is Roman in the picture? Well, now he's not in the picture. Before it was like, why don't you guys put the title on Seth? Now they want the title off of Seth. Why don't you guys put the title on Becky? Now everyone complains that you guys are pushing Becky too much. It's like, what what, what do you guys want? Mm. Like, try to enjoy the storyline for what it is and 
see where it's going. There's really no storyline with Becky right now. Right. Was there? No, um, not that I can remember. Yeah, but um, I'm I'm enjoying. Well, this past this past uh, Raw was kind of shitty, but AEW wasn't that great either this week. I didn't think so, at least. Um, it wasn't bad, but out of their out of the the, the sh- out of all the show they've produced, it wasn't their best. Trying to think, uh, the only um. I liked the opening match. I was I was disappointed. I was personally disappointed in the outcome of the tag team title match, but Oh my god, the mask is off. Ah, what? What? <laughs> yeah. Um I was a little surprised that they put SCU over, but not surprised cuz I kind of called it. Uh Well, I was a hun- uh, dude. So AW's this good. My nephew came and he's like, "Hey, can I watch AW?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Like, if you want to watch wrestling with me, yeah, of course you can watch wrestling with me. So we were watching wrestling, and then uh, he he doesn't watch wrestling, but AW's like he'll pop in every once in a while since he moved up here. Yeah. He's like, and he's like, "God damn!" He's like, "That's pretty cool." He's like, "Damn, that's pretty cool." So he's like, "Hey, can I watch AW?" And I'm like, "Yeah, fuck yeah!" So we watched it, and then my camera go out. Yeah. I wonder why. I don't know. Oh, oh, he's back in the fiend like What? It was all red. Yeah, no, shit. but um yeah, he actually wanted to see it. But that's how good it's been. The wrestling. Yeah. No, I thought uh Yesterday was entertaining too. It's just out of all of the shows, I just thought there was too well not too many promos. They're setting shit up because the pay per view is coming. Yeah, soon. the pay per view is next weekend. So they're 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 really pushing the Cody Rhodes uh story. Which you kind of um, have to, you know. It's the it's the title match. Yeah, yeah. First... I don't like the Shiv- I don't like the Shivani car or the limo ride. I think that's what really took me out of it. I was like, yeah, I really yeah. Know. That was that was weird. The audio was kind of fucked up for the first. The plane arriving. It. it was just like, I can do without this too. The matches were good though. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say the matches were really good. Yeah, no, it, it definitely the the. I'm not going to lie, I kind of got a good kick out of uh, Santana and Ortiz taking out the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, I I was I kind of felt bad. I was like, these old dudes are going to die. Well, these guys, They're going to die in the ring eventually. They're not going to quit ever, no. those two guys. Nope, never. They got it worse than Hogan and Flair. Well, Hogan and Flair are still out there, but... Flair's got it worse than Hogan. Hogan's still got a lot of his money. Flair's kind of fucking pissed away so much cash. How much do you think Flair got paid for the the man gimmick? Uh, I don't know. Because he definitely got paid for that shit. It kind of died down after he made a big fuss about it. Well, I'm sure sure the fucking son-in-law cut him a check. Triple H. Yeah, Triple H. Yeah, that that son-in-law, not not Flair's son-in-law, sorry. Yeah, I'm like, Conrad? Not not Conrad, no. no. I'm like, Conrad, I'm like, what? No, sorry. I'm like, Conrad. Sorry, Vince's Vince's fucking son-in-law. Pronouns, pal. Pronouns, pal. God damn it. Uh, Yeah, no, but I was surprised by the title change, too. Yeah, I... You you said you weren't, but I I was surprised by it because, like, moments before, I'm like, I'm like, oh, there's no way Lucha... I I told, because Jesus was here, too, with me, and my nephew, and I looked over, and I'm like, there's no way Lucha... 
Lucha Brothers lose this. I'm like, it's just watch. And then we're like two minutes later, the the spot where what they're trying to pull off their finisher. Yeah, Phoenix they were going on, for the finisher, the and, and yeah, they caught him in the uh, small package. Yeah, small package, and then uh, Kazarian comes in and knocks Phoenix off the top rope to stop the the stopping of the three count. Yeah, that the timing of that was really put well put together. And that really sold a match on top of a good wrestling match. Yeah, it was a good finish. Like, I, I mean, nobody saw the small package coming for sure. So, um, but the, the, the timing of it, the timing of the small package, and you're like, holy shit, Phoenix has enough time to hit because he was already in the top rope. He has enough time to jump off the top rope and and hit to stop the three count. And you're like, Kazarian's been knocked out through a table, but then he runs in and stops fucking Phoenix from stopping the three count and then one two three and you're like wait a minute what the fuck just happened these guys are the new tag team champions holy fuck what the hell no i uh i had a feeling because i was talking with that other friend of mine earlier and i was joking and i said if the lucha brothers fucking lose we all riot and <laughs> uh he was like oh yeah that one i doubt is going to be a problem and i was like i don't know man aw has been pushing fucking scu pretty hard and something just told me and as soon as he rolled him in that small package, I was like, fuck. Oh, yeah, the time, if, if you saw a small package and the timing, you're like, oh, it's over. I actually like the belt design, too. Yeah, it was good. The, the, the snake thing on the inside was kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. Um, oh, dude, it's 100% better than the fucking blue leather or the red leather that these fucking idiots use. Right. Right. Well, Vince, we all know Vince doesn't give a fuck about tag team division anyway. So it's so sad. It is. Yeah. Well, like, look at when it was the black strap, it looked like a penny, and then he's like, "Well, let's make Raw and SmackDown," and then he's like, "Well, let's put a blue and a red strap." Pal. Ha, ha pal. Well, that's, that'll, that'll really get those tag team titles over. Make them look like nickels, dude. I. What they've done to what he's tried to do to tag team wrestling is disgusting. I'm glad. It's, He's he's had to he's had to build it of lately. Uh, the Wait. War Raiders AOP is coming back. Those, that, those promos suck though. He's eating up tag teams. He has whether to he though. U- whether he uses them right, that's a different story. That's a different story. But he doesn't have a choice. He has to push the division a little bit because if he doesn't, he's just going to keep losing more teams to a- to fucking AEW. If I'm a tag team, why do I want to go to WWE when and get buried? When when was the last time the WWE put? a tag team <laughs> match as a main event for a show. Doesn't happen. No. I, I think I think really my only complaint about last night was I thought they that there was too much too, too many six mans and them being back to back. Okay. I can see that. Because you went from hybrid hybrid two or whatever, two or whatever and, and Helico and fuck I cannot stand in Helico either. Like, just the way he comes out to the ring and his stupid fucking Bernie dance and all that shit. I I can't stand that, dude. That's what it's called. I couldn't remember the Bernie dance. Jack Evans is a pretty good worker, and, and, and Helico works fine. But So, like, I was I was telling Jesus, I, I can't shit on Jack Evans for his work. I don't like the dude. I don't like his character, and I don't know if that's just his heel character coming off and it's working i don't like i don't like his character i don't really i don't really care for their character at all like i said i can't stand at helico's character but they're they they they're good workers you know what i mean like they they pull off shit pretty well yeah but 
<laughs> it was just too much. Trick or treat, cocksuckers. Like, did, were they were they the ones that took on the Bucks and Kenny Omega? Um, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, because yeah, yeah, yeah. then there was another one that was like a job, a jobber six man tag versus somebody, and I can't remember who it was. But there was just two six man tags back to back. Oh no, the the job was no the best friends with Orange Cassidy was one, and then the job was another one. Did the jobbers take on Omega and the Bucks? I have it written down. Give me a sec. Yeah, that's some fucking good candy. Um, Guerrero, Hangman Page. Yep, that was a good ass match. Short, but really like perfect, perfect length. Nobody can bitch that they went on too long. They had a, yeah, that was a good match. I forgot, but it was the Mexican Arn Marshall. He, he was balding. It was a Mexican guy that looked like um, Arn Anderson. Yeah, yeah, QT, QT Marshall or something like that. Yep. Yeah, uh, with Jay Silva and something Reynolds yep, versus, that's... The best fr- versus the best friend. Okay, that's the job team. With Orange Cassidy. Yep, that's the job team. When then they came out dressed as Rick and Morty. Yeah, the, the best friends came out. So you, you knew right away who was going to win. You had a tag team. The best friends dressed up as Rick and Morty with Orange Cassidy. And then the other guys just came out normal in their normal gear. And they're, they were straight up jobbers. Yeah, hundred percent. Looking, looking like nineteen ninety five episodes of Monday Night Raw, but but that yeah. match wasn't bad. But it, it, I just don't really like uh, yeah. Jack Evans and Eddie Helico. Yeah, the other one was the the hybrid two with Jack Evans and I don't know the other guy's name and Helico. Okay, and then Kip Saban was their third man, yep. and then versus Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, the best friends. That's right, the right. best friends and, and Orange Cassidy, and then the hybrid two and. But it was just, I don't know, it was just too much. Too much six-man double you know, doubling down on it. That was the only thing that really bothered me. Even the, the ladies' match this week was better than some of them have been. I don't really care for Britt Breaker all that much. I don't, I kind of think she's, they're trying to push her, but. What, you mean the doctor? The yeah, the, yeah. the dentist? The doctor dentist? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's good. I like the I like her finisher. Rings of Saturn, Manable Claw combo. Yeah, it's a cool finisher, but she's just she's kind of she's kind of of a green worker, and it's and it shows. I'd Manable Claw her ass. Oh, for sure, she's fine. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it was. I mean, it wasn't a bad episode. Some of the promos were weird. I'm trying to figure out what they're trying to do with Brandy. With Brandy. That wrote? Yeah, last week she attacked that girl after she lost. And yeah, then, she pointed it in her head, right, or something? Yeah, and then this week, they, weird. this week they did some stupid weird promo with her and Awesome Kong that answered no questions. But, oh, we haven't recorded in two weeks, so I haven't had a chance to say this on record, but I will, I've said it to you and I've said it to many people, I'm going to throw it out there that, you're gay? Uh, no. No. Oh, sorry. What I the fuck? I, I thought you wanted to tell everybody. Well, what, the f- what the fuck, dude? <laughs> no. Fucking Mark Quinn of Private Party is going to be a goddamn megastar when they finally break him up from his partner. Oh, that was the other thing you wanted to say. Sorry. I thought it was the other one. Fuck off. Those fucking words have never come out of my mouth. I'll go, I'll go back and edit it. <laughs> We're live on YouTube. You can't edit it. I would have to somehow get a copy of your audio to edit it and delete the live. And delete the live. 
No, Mark Quinn of Private Party is going to be a fucking megastar. That guy is incredible. Do you want to you get into the card a little bit? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Fuck yeah, I'm ready to get in the card. I'm done on AEW, and I don't watch WWE, so. Wait, what card? <laughs> Which card? You, you want to get in on the, the, the episode, or are you talking about the card this weekend? I was talking about the episode, just to touch on it a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so Cody came off the jet. I think we touched on that. But, no, Sammy Guevara versus Hangman Page was a pretty good match. It was. It was a really good match. Uh, Page is calling out uh, Pac because Pac beat him, I think, on the first episode. Pac beat him at, yeah, on the first episode. And then didn't, no, no, he wrestled. Never mind. He wrestled Kenny. Um, Yeah, it was good for Page. He needed to get back on a winning track. He's he's lost a couple in a row since losing to Jericho for the title, so. And Govera uh, continues to impress, man. The, the kid's good. The kid's yeah, put on good matches with uh, different people. Yeah, Sammy can work, and I like his I like his style a lot. Yeah, I like the kid. I like the kid. Great choice to open up Dynamite first ever match, and then today he opened the or yesterday he opened up Dynamite. Yeah, okay. they're putting on they're putting on good good opening matches usually. Kind of like WCW. Yeah. But these guys are actually coming, like, finishing off um, good tonight, you know. For sure. Just... I, yeah. think they're, I think they're following the same formula, just capitalizing on the ending. I think you're right. Sort of. I mean, I do, I do, some of the, I do definitely feel a WCW sense from some stuff, but not in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Uh, after this, we had the... Female match, uh, Shana versus Sheeta. Yeah, that wasn't a bad match. No, it wasn't a bad match. Uh, Jesus was hating on it. It was it, it was all right. Like it wasn't anything crazy, but it wasn't bad. It's not like they were botching anything. It didn't have any crazy high spots or anything. They did. It, I, I think it's because it started off kind of strong with them on the outside and the the Chinese chick landing some like knees and shit like that. But it kind of went down from there but they were still putting on a good match i'm i mean yeah i thought they put on a good match um i I like the fact that they also are trying to feature some of the other girls more now too and you know besides we've we've got a lot of Britt baker we've had a lot of riho um even yuka saki saki (laughs) you saki saki i like yuka saki saki um yeah, but like they had like some of these other girls like B Priestley that we saw last week or the week before, and yeah. now these two like I mean, it wasn't a bad match. I've seen some pretty bad matches in the in the female division of AEW. Yeah. Oh shit! Kill everybody. <laughs> Please, hammer, don't hurt him. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, because she was, uh, I think, zero and one. They both had records. And yeah, I yeah, them, I think so. they were both 0-1. So it was probably either dark matches. I need to go watch. I need to watch the dark matches. Yeah, I need to start watching AEW Dark because I've, <laughs> I've heard they've had some really good fucking matches over there. All around, all around. Yeah, they're putting out a good program weekly. See what they're doing with Finn? No. They turned them heel. Okay. So the Undisputed Era came out, and they were facing off against Finn, Gargano, and Ciampa. 
and it was like they were all facing off against each other, and then Finn did that kick where he drops himself and kicks backwards, and he kicked Gargano in the head, and then Ciampa was like, what the fuck? And then he attacked Ciampa, and then the Undisputed Era attacked uh, Gargano and Ciampa, and uh, Finn kind of just left. Just like, I'm out of here, and I wonder what they're going to do today, because they could do something where he joins the fucking Undisputed Era. Where yeah. if it's the, undis- the Undisputed Club... Is the Undisputed what? Era, is that what fucking Walter's in? No, no, no. The Undisputed Era is uh, Adam Cole, baby! Oh, uh, yeah. Roderick Strong, uh, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly. Okay. It's a pretty it's a pretty awesome faction. I'm glad they didn't break them up and they left them there. They, they actually have all the gold. They're tag team champions, North American champion, and NXT champion. They hold all the gold. Hmm. And Finn just turned, so I wonder what they're going to do with Finn now. I wonder if he forms his own fucking faction now. Do it. Pull the fucking pull the fucking trigger on the Bullet Club. I know they can't use the Bullet Club. But they can... Bruce can come up with something good. He's, a, he's not a dumb guy. <laughs> Bullet Club. Do we need fucking Vince Russo back in there and shit? Vince Russo said he wouldn't go back if they called him. Come on, bro. I uh, I discovered... Have you ever watched any of the um, U-Shoots or Kayfabe commentary uh, interviews? No, you were telling me about them. Okay, did I tell you about the good. podcast Sean Oliver did? Uh, the yeah. host? Yeah, yeah. Vince was on there a couple episodes ago, and that was pretty good. But he did say bro like a thousand times. Hey, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Hey. That's his thing, isn't it? Yeah. But, but bro. Bro, I'll tell you something, bro. bro. Hey, bro. Hey. Dude, fuck him. Fuck Vince Russo. Yeah, the more and more I hear, the more and more I believe he's a liar. Shit stain, as, uh, as fucking Jim Quick. Cornette calls Side him. Bark. Yeah, you see my you see my badass Sith armor that I half-assed finished in five hours, and I actually actually gave myself some confidence that next year I'm going to be a ancient Sith with actual armor. Like, no, I didn't. I didn't. I saw like a couple of pictures of it, but I never saw the final. Uh, yeah, the final. It's it, it, it's shitty, but it's kind of cool for what I did for five hours. I got some compliments on it from uh, Star Wars fans. Fuck yeah. I'll have to check it out. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'll check that out. Next year, watch. It'll be crazy. Two months in advance, I'm going to start on it. August. All right, I'm going to hold you to that. All right. Accountability, accountability, buddy. Where's that from? I don't fucking know. I know that's from somewhere. <laughs> South Park. Probably. South Park did it. Simpsons uh... did it. Yeah, when he had to have, when he had to be accountable for their gay buddies. Oh Jesus, I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, this was early on. Do you remember? <clears throat> Maybe I don't know. Probably. Where but where they think Butters is gay? Oh yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Poor Butters. <laughs> you want to fucking start unpacking this fight card? Up to you, buddy. Let's fucking do it, man. We haven't talked to the driver. Time. This is talked, your show, buddy. We haven't talked fights in a while. Fuck it. Let's get into this one. 
there's a lot of fights to get into. Yeah, it's. I mean, this is a big card. This is what I've been waiting for. That's a, that is the one good thing that the UFC does for me is they always do give me a really good card for my birthday. The NYC card for the last however many years, three, four years since I've been doing it, has always been on right at my birthday. So last year they gave me McGregor. Nurmagomedov. Yeah. Yep. This year they gave me nothing. No Adesanya. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't you get Adesanya and fucking Would Bobby been, Knuckles? Yeah. yeah. I was torn between that. I was torn in that one because I really like Adesanya and I knew he was going to be a star. But I've seen Knuckles live and I saw how badass of a warrior he is. Yeah, I like Bobby Knuckles, but I was fucking Adesanya all the way on that one. Especially Ooh. how he came out. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, so, <laughs> we have a fight for the BMF title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what the belt's going to look like. I don't know. I don't know. We find out because The Rock's fucking putting it on the winner, which doesn't make any sense because The Rock is definitely not a bad motherfucker. He's the baddest motherfucker. Stone Cold would argue. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, he's got the BMF Ranch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that's a Broken Skull Ranch. Sorry, that's fucking BMF Ranch's cowboy. Broken, <laughs> broken Skull Ranch. Out here in Texas. Yeah, no, but I, what I was, what I, what I noticed was. Nate's a fucking, he's gangster as shit, man. And, you know, everyone knows that, yeah, he smokes weed, he, he's a badass fighter, whatever. But if you look back at it, who's the one that went, hey, Conor McGregor, you're taking everything I fought for. I want to fight you, you fucking asshole. Fuck you, Conor. I'm calling you out. Fight me, bitch. Yeah, and that's then, been that, Nate Diaz together, from day one. He put, he, and then he choked him out. Yeah. And then, and then he... And then recently he beats Pettis, and he's the one that calls out Masvidal. This motherfucker's the one calling shots. Yeah. He's the one that's out here. It's Nate's. I mean, moves. it's 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 a D, that's the Diaz way, though, man. That goes back to he learned that from his brother. Yeah, but it's like Connor's gotten so much credit for his markability. Like Nate is going to be involved in two of the possibly the biggest pay-per-views of all time this is this seems crazy just because of the backing it has also as well with uh the whole main card and the fucking prelims it'll do this will do okay i don't think it's gonna do massive numbers though trump's gonna be there bro you're hating on trump well yeah i'm hating on trump fuck him i mean masvidal's a good fighter nate diaz is a good fighter they're nate diaz is definitely the more well-known um, to the general public, I guess, because mm-hmm. of his fights with with McGregor. But this isn't going to do a million buys. I don't think. I don't even know if it'll do five hundred thousand buys. Honestly, what I think it's going to do good, dude. You th- I mean, I, I think it'll do okay. But like, you got to think, I, Daniel DC doesn't even do five hundred thousand buys a lot of times, or seven hundred fifty thousand. I think you said it yourself. We've been ravaging for a fight card, a good one. We haven't had one in a while. Absolutely, and that and and I think that's why I think it's still it's going to do okay, but but because of the hardcore MMA fans, but it's not going to get those 
big casual buys. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong because I have seen it promoted super heavily. I just, there's not, there's a lot of really great fights and there's a lot of like big names to cat, to mainstream MMA fans. Mm-hmm. But this, uh, this doesn't have a, it's not a John Jones. It doesn't have a Conor McGregor. It doesn't have a, so I just, I wonder how much, because generally the New York, the New York card does damn near a million buys. You know, it's, it's, it's come close a couple times. Um, I do think it's going to do well because on the strength of how good it is, I, I, I think it, it, this above like some of the other cards with actual title fights. Looking at it now, man, there's so many headliners on here. Dude, it's a, stacked, it's a stacked card. 110% a stacked card. I'm, I'm not saying that. I just, mm-hmm. to draw in, you know, those casual fans or like the people that don't, follow MMA all the time but are, you know to to shill down 60 bucks well Nate Diaz is fighting Jorge Masvidal well, who's Jorge Masvidal well he's the guy, he's the guy that needs Ben Askren in the head bro I'm telling you that that right there he's he's been doing the runs he's been on ESPN he's been on these massive shows what, The Rock is The Rock is throwing it out there that he's gonna be there that he, he's been saying it since uh since they uh, since they announced that there was going to be a title, he's like, I'll go out there and put it on there. He's been putting it out there too on his Twitter. I I know it makes no sense for The Rock to be there, but I think that's going to be a big part in it too. That that motherfucker's famous as fuck. Sure. And then and then they're they're saying Trump's going to be there. It's like, well, who the fuck cares that Trump's going to be there? But that for some reason I think is going to bring in people too. We'll see. I mean, I think it's going to help. All these factors are have, have helped with pushing ticket sales for sure. Just because it's so weird, it's like, oh, the president's gonna, like the most uh, polarizing topic, the presidency, and they're putting it together with MMA just because he's gonna be there already in advance. It's like, what the fuck? Well, like I said, I'm not trying to, I'm definitely not trying to undersell the the card itself. Mm-hmm. I think the card is fucking fantastic. Looking over the fights on this card, I, every time when I was reading it off to a buddy of mine that's that I work with that's coming over to watch the fights for the first time with us. I was like, oh, shit, that's going to be a good fight. Oh, shit, that's going to be a good fight. Oh, shit, that's going to be a good fight. You know what I mean? It's just, like, what I'm thinking about is, like, you got guys like Demetrius Johnson, who's arguably one of the greatest MMA fighters ever. And when he was going to break the all-time win record, that pay-per-view did not do very well. Um, Daniel Cormier, you know, another example like him and Gustafson didn't sell well when they were title fights. You know what I mean? So we've seen title fights not do that great. I just wonder on a fight without, with, with a stack full of really great fights, but not huge superstars. Like, Nate is definitely the biggest name on this card. Well-deserved. I mean, Nate's earned that right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in the in the mainstream, Nate Nate is the one that is known the most, I think, on this card. Um, I think just the Nate factor alone is going to be a big uh, big thing to bring him, him by. Uh, to bring him by's last fight, 
the numbers on his um, on just his videos alone compared to the the other videos at the time that were getting put out by Embedded, his were almost four times the numbers that the other ones were getting. Now Nate's a very popular person, especially in MMA and with MMA fans and stuff like that. And I hope, I hope it, I hope it does amazing numbers. I hope it does seven hundred fifty thousand buys. I just wonder if you know. It's gonna be, and I and I know I can't be the only one questioning that. As far as MMA journalists and stuff go, because you have to like any pay per view that doesn't have a, a a super superstar on it you know you you wonder but i think i think it should do well but i wouldn't i don't have like near a million buy expectations of it i i figure 500,000 which is 500 to 600,000 buys that's a good number that's i think i think it does better just compared <laughs> to the last dc one i think this i think Nate has a lot more popularity than dc Actually, they were on the last card together, so who knows? Yeah. <coughs> because oh, DC, DC Miocic 2 did a lot better with Nate on it than it did without, than in their first one. Right. And their first one was a big dud. Their first one was like, what the fuck? This is a super fight. That's what I mean. Like, you know, things like that have been, or um, you know, anything not related to, John Jones, Ronda Rousey, or Conor McGregor, or George St. Pierre, really, in the last six years. Because even, like, you know, the Romero, like, the Romero, the fight you went to in Chicago with Romero and and Bobby Knuckles. Mm -hmm. It was a good card. A good fight. But I don't think that pay-per-view did real great in numbers. Oh no, that, that I don't think that that had as much star power at all. Right, and I don't think Adesanya and Bobby Knuckles in Australia did probably great pay per view numbers either. I didn't watch it live. I think I did. Yeah, I did. I think you did too. Yeah, you fight, I'm pretty sure you fight campaign you for it, but I was gone somewhere. I think that was the night I went to see Bert. I think it might have been. Yeah, I think it was the night I went to see Bert. So. Um, I had to watch the next day. This is, I mean, a, a f- fucking stacked ass card for sure, for sure. And I hope it does well. I really do. Nathan, Let's have a little faith, baby boy. I I do I do, but you know I gotta play devil's advocate. That's what I do. I gotta give both perspectives. I can't if I go in and I'm like it's gonna do great and this is gonna do nine hundred thousand buys and then it doesn't and I gotta be like well I was a little bit off and then that keeps happening and then you're like a fucking TV weatherman tapered expectations no I think this will do well I just I would love for them to prove that you don't have to have that mega mega superstar to sell a shitload of pay-per-views this would be a great fucking platform to sell it on this is a fucking awesome fight (sighs) yeah i can't find two more willing opponents to beat the shit out of each other yeah 
the only thing I would say that they're really missing, and they're both missing, missing is the wrestling. Yeah, but I don't think this and is gonna. They're not wrestling. They don't wrestle. They never do. No, this is. And when be... it goes to the fl- yeah, when it goes to the floor, they both have really good jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. I give Nate the jujitsu edge, but I also don't. I don't. I think Masvidal has very good jujitsu defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, he kept Damian Maya from fucking choking him out while having him in on his backpack for almost five minutes. So that right there tells you a lot about the the defense. And then when he was on the ground, you know, Damian on his back and shit, like that just shows you that that Jorge Masvidal can fucking definitely do some shit. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he calls himself the king of the split decision for a reason. He's always he's always in the in the thick of it. He's always putting up a fight. He's always in the fight. He's never out of it. But he always seems to be on the losing hand of uh, split decisions. He was even saying it himself. He's like, "What would happen if I would have won half of these split decisions?" And he's like, "I, w- I probably would have had a title shot by now." He's like, "Probably two. He's like, "So I just started deciding to finish these guys." He's like, I'm not leaving it to the judges anymore. Nope. Recently, that's what he's been doing. Can't. He's he's so well rounded. This is gonna. This this is hard to choose, man. I keep on going back and forth because. It's like they both fought at 155, and now they're both at 170. Nate has definitely put on weight. Masvidal, he's always just floated around between both of them. Nate has clearly gone up in weight. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, like Masvidal had to cut weight to make 170. Nate had to put on, or I'm sorry, not 170, make 155. Nate had to put on weight to make 170. Mm-hmm. And they do. They can both take shots, and they can both give them. They're both willing to stay in the pocket. I think Masvidal's got a little more power. Yeah. At this weight. And that's the thing. Like, Nate Nate did a good job of fighting Connor at 170 po- 70 pounds. But that's, again, two 155-pound guys going up in weight. Jorge's been fighting at 170 and fought against a lot of guys. I mean, ha- half the fucking card. So here's the thing, though. Masvidal isn't... he he's he's He can serve his power. He's out there not... Shooting out the, he's really good boxer. He moves around very well. He de- he's definitely has more power than Nate. I don't I don't think these guys are gonna rely on their power though. I think they're gonna go out there and just pop 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 pop. pop I just pop, think pop, the pop. potential to turn the lights out is there more for Jorge. A hundred percent. Because I don't see Nate putting Darren Till to sleep. Mm-hmm. I just. I see Jorge turning that power on when because he knows when to kill. He knows yeah, when to yeah, turn on for the sure. kill button. I just don't know if that kill button is going to be there for Nate because he can take a rat. He can take a rattling. We've seen him take a hit and go go down, but he's alive. He's there. His eyes are there. He's waiting for you to jump into his into his guard or something like that. And that's where I see George can finish it, but I'm also scared that that's where Nate can finish it as well because he's never down and out either. No, but George is smart enough. Like, he's not going to just dive in mm-hmm. for the kill. Like, mm-hmm. he he's, he's smart enough to, to pick his shots. But, like, again, we've seen Nate get dropped. 
by Connor. And, I, and, and Jorge possesses way more power. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if Nate, you know, how many of those shots, how many times is he going to be able to get back up from getting knocked down by somebody who's stronger and hits harder than what Connor showed he could do to, to Nate at this weight class. <laughs> And it's five rounds. And it's five rounds. <laughs> Which conditioning for either one of these two guys is not going to be a problem. Um, so I just there's there's a couple of slight check marks that I it has me leaning towards Mazadal. Yeah, I I would say I'm leaning more towards Mazadal as well. Not by a ton though. I'm no, no, more, no. Me yeah. either. Me either. And not by a lot either. It's it's like. It's like I'm. I want to go towards Nate, but it's like, man, it's. And it, it and it might be it, it very might well be the power thing because, I don't think it's a knockout, but the power is going to be an issue if you're going to stand in the pocket and take right. multiple shots. You're going to get lit up. Your you're your face dropped. is going to swell up. You will get dropped multiple times. And that that's that it, that can make it a ten eight round right there. Exactly. Yeah. That that's what, like Nate's toughness might work against him in this heavier weight like he might not get KO'd KO'd but you might get dropped in two different rounds and then you're down four points instead of just being down two points right and then then the fight's over either you get a either you choke him out or you knock him out that's your only options now of winning the fight so that that's that's where I'm at with this one and that's why I'm leaning more towards Mazadal because I think they're just I think they're gonna go at it but I don't think Mazadal gets dropped is nowhere near as much as Nate does. No, I don't think. I, I mean, Nate. Nate will is a pepper. I don't think he has the power to. I don't think he's dropping Masvidal. No, Masvidal has been hit by a lot bigger, stronger guys than than what Nate's going to do to him. Yeah, we saw Till crack him in the begin in that first round yeah. of their fight, and he recovered right after that. Yeah, and then he murdered Till. Yeah, and then he fucking. Put his lights up. And then he went and gave fucking Leon Leon Edwards a three piece in his soda in the back. Yeah, he smacked them up real nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, exactly as you said. I'm. It's I got a few slight check marks that are got me leaning towards Jorge, but it's not with an uber amount of confidence. I'm not Dude. gleaming on it. And I wouldn't put money on it in Vegas, but at the end of and the day. You- if you have to have two guys fighting for the bad motherfucker title, there's you can't choose nah. two other. You can't choose two better guys. Like I mentioned, mad respect for Nate, dude. He's out there calling the dudes out. He like he's out there. He's like Connor, fuck you, dude. I want to fight you. I want your fame, and he beat him. And now he's calling out Masvidal out of respect. Not even I want your fame. No, no. This fight. yeah, this is a respect fight. This is yeah, this is about like, yeah. Hey, I think you're a bad motherfucker. I think I'm a bad motherfucker. Yeah, I'm gangster, you gangster. But let's go, again, let's go make some money. You know, it goes back to made. it goes back to you know the, with Nate. It's it's a Diaz thing. I mean, everybody knows George, man. Don't be scared, homie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hardcore. Yeah, Nick. Nick was Nick was doing that shit back in the day, calling out everybody. Mm-hmm. It's Nate. just the Diaz way. Yeah, it's just the Diaz way. So yeah, I am. I'm leaning towards Jorge, but I would not be 
the least bit disappointed or shocked if Nate won this fight. No. I think this, if Masvidal wins, I think he gets a title shot after this. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, 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 probably. So what did you think about the whole Nate uh, steroid thing? I thought it was, I thought it was kind of bullshit right off. I the thought bat. it was bullshit right off the bat. Um, and, and so I don't know what's going on with Usada now, but like it, it kind of seems like Usada's even saying themselves, our testing is too strict. We're catching everything, and we need to dial it back ourselves and find out what is the acceptable amount of picograms or whatever it is. Because they're saying that everything's tainted. They're saying fucking the air's tainted. With yeah, everything's tainted. Steroids. No, everything's. You're... My microphone fucking has steroids coming off of it or something. Yep, your taint. It does amplify my voice, so I guess kind of. Your taint's tainted. And yeah, my taint's tainted. <laughs> <laughs> I got a tainted taint, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's. It sounds got the tainted tap water. You remember? From sun- <laughs> it's always sunny when you look crazy. Yep. Who tainted the tap water? Tainted and the tap water. looking at him like, yeah, who- yeah. There we go. Who tainted the tainted tap water? <laughs> Yeah, I would think Masvidal's got to be got to be in line for a title shot if he wins this one. Um, <laughs> if Calvin wins, though, there you know there could be a little bit maybe. Oh no, wait, that's another that's middleweight. Never mind. Oh shit, I forgot. Till moved up to middleweight. Yeah, boy, Masvidal knocked him into middleweight. Knocked the. He hadoukened him up to middleweight. It was only a matter. I mean, yeah, it was only a matter of time, though. If if Till, Dude, he was killing himself, man. Yeah, he was fucking murdering himself, but he was on a tear for a title shot. I'm a, and... I'm a gorilla. I'm a gorilla in this weight. He's a kid, though, too. I I'm mean, a scouser. He's so young. His body's still. He's only like 22, 23. Yeah, but that guy's gigantic, dude, and he's fucking cutting down to one seventy. That's what I mean. Like he's. That's what I'm saying. I'm with you. His body's just still growing. He's huge. Mm-hmm. He could probably still end up. He could end up a two hundred five at some point. Yeah, he's. I don't think he's done being like putting putting on that man weight. Nah, that, no, no, he's not done putting on that man weight at all. Dude, look at Nate. He's thirty four, and he's he put on well in his thirties. He put on muscle. Mm-hmm. While being tested from Usada, you know. Mm-hmm. This fight's interesting. Yeah, no, it's definitely an interesting fight. You got Calvin, who's been doing very well at 185. Um, Till coming up to 185. Um, Till definitely has the power to shut Calvin's lights off. Uh-huh. But Calvin possess, presents the dangerous wrestling that is sort of... Not you know goes against Till style. Yeah, so I'm trying to bring up his record, but the computer's acting up. There you go. Um, I want to go with Till, man, but Reese, I think he's got the skills. I just think he needs to put them together. I think he's got everything he needs to have in his tool belt to be champion. I just think he's he's fumbled to like when he needs to pull out the fucking right tool. It's like ah oh, shit, and he's fucked it up. Right. And being at 
170, you can't make that mistake when you're fucking dying. Right. When your body's so dehydrated, yeah. that one shot shuts the lights off. Yeah. So, actually, he only has two losses. So, Ty, uh, Tyron, Tyron Woodley, uh, Barbo Choke, Submission. And uh, Masvidal not, uh, knocked him out KO, but it was a clean knockout, that was nasty, a clean, knockout. nasty fucking. Yeah, knockout. he felt felt like a tree. Uh, yeah, he, dude, he's got the length on Kelvin. I think he's got the better striking, especially the more well rounded oh, of the striking. One hundred percent. The wrestling definitely Kelvin. Um, Kelvin is going to be in his face and try to box him, but like I said, Darren's got the length. He's He uses kicks very well. Kelvin's got to get inside. Yeah, exactly. And he's got to get inside to either take him down or uh, or to use his boxing. And like I me- like we were mentioning, Darren Till's got the length on this guy, and he's the better of the t- two strikers skill-wise. Kelvin, no. Kelvin showed he can get through length, though, and, and touch you because he, mm-hmm. he nailed... He he popped out of Sonya a few times. Pretty good. He he made some good contact on him. And he showed that, you know, that Israel can be hit. So um I don't think Darren moves as fluidly, but he has a very good counter striker, so But I think Darren Till's uh gonna carry some power into one eighty five. I think he's more powerful than Adesanya. Yeah. Yeah, no. I think I think Adesanya's the slicker of the to get out of the Dude, that guy, he's, he's like, boom, he just slips right out of the way. He's... Right. Darren Till, I think he's more of the jump out of the way, get out of the, like, ah, 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 ah. Um, but in this instance, he's the better of the two strikers here and with power. For sure. Oh, God. For sure. I think he's going to end up knocking him out probably. He definitely has the skills, and it should. that's how it should end up happening. Uh, no offense against Cal- Kelvin, but no, no disrespect to Kelvin. I'll, I've said it once. I'll say it again. He belongs at 170, and if he wants to be a fat ass, and he he's mentioned it, he said it himself, man. He wants to eat food, and he wants and it. It's not that it was unhealthy of a cut. It's he wants to eat what he wants to eat. Yep. He doesn't want to do a diet. He should have been champion at 170. At one point in his career, especially around the Woodley era, he should have gotten. He should have won when he faced off against Woodley. Yeah. But he and to be honest, recently, Kelvin kind of has pissed me off. He was talking shit about Woodley, uh, even though he lost to Woodley right. when he missed weight, and Woodley gave him his purse yeah, back. Yeah, so Woodley didn't, didn't take his money. Yeah, and then Kelvin recently was calling him out and talking shit. Not only calling him out, calling him out is one thing, but then he was, call- and then he was talking shit. Yeah. I forgot exactly what it was, but... I know it's the fighting game, but when you guys have already fought and he's beaten you and he's shown you respect and he's giving you the money that he won from you rightfully. Because you couldn't fucking make weight because you're a fat mm-hmm. ass. Yeah. I, I, Yeah, I think you'd belong at 170, dude. Go back to 170. I'm going for Darren Till. Yeah. I'm not a race trader. <laughs> nope, I take Darren Till by knockout. Yeah, I'm taking the Scouser by knockout. Uh, yeah, yeah. Third fight of the card. Number nine, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson taking on number 14, Vincente Luque. Who, your boy, My Vincente. boy, Vincente Luque, dude. Uh, 
I think this fight presents a lot of problems for Wonderboy. Vincente presents a lot of problems for Wonderboy. 100%. In, it's, to me, it's it's a matter of... Uh, is, how old is Wonderboy? 30... 36. Yes. Has Wonderboy lost this half a step? Is he as fast yes. as he used to be? No. Because the power definitely has... I'm not saying it hasn't been there because he has knocked people out, but he puts shots together. Yeah, he hasn't. When was the last time he knocked anybody out? I don't know. It's been a while. But Vicente Luca is not the one to just be knocked out out of nowhere. No. And he's gonna be. He's gonna try to be in your face. Yes. And if, if if Thompson can't rely on his speed to get in and out, and Lucas coming forward, and Luca can implement his game plan of coming forward and landing hard shots on. On Wonderboy, it's going to be a long night. For, well, not even a long night for Wonderboy. It's going to be a short night for Wonderboy. Last... The, the long night would be if Steven Wonderboy can implement his game plan and attack the leg of, of Vicente Luque, use the outside, land some jabs, and just outpoint Vicente all three rounds, which can be a very, very, very possible outcome to this match as well. Um, for sure. I, I don't... I don't know what happens in this match, to be honest. No. It's... I think Vincente Luque walks I him. think it's going to be a badass fight. He stalks him down, and he's going to take him down. And he's gonna either... that's, what he's, that's what he needs to do. And he's going to either beat him up, or he's going to submit him. He needs to take him down, because... <sighs> I think Wonderboy can use the outside very well. But he need if you can't push him against the cage and keep him there. Wonder Boy's gonna try to dance around all night. He needs to take him down. He can try to dance around. See, Vincente will not. He will go after him enough. He won't let him just dance around the outside. He's not gonna go in stupidly. But he'll no, still... but is definitely he's definitely brushed up his game a bunch. He's very smart. He's an assassin. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's he's a fucking nasty assassin motherfucker, and he's going to take him. And he's going to probably beat up on him if he gets him to the ground. I got I I got to roll. I got to roll with Vincente, and I think he needs this win big time to get himself back in. To the top ten where he should have been, but he had that unfortunate misstep. Oh, dude, they both need it. They both he, need a win. I had I had Vincente Luque becoming champion before Usman, but you know, he, well, well, Luque doesn't necessarily need it as much as Wonderboy. Luque won his last one. Yeah, Wonderboy to get it to the top ten. Wonderboy, he needs it for the top ten. Yeah, yeah, because he was creeping up there before and then got beaten, knocked out. So yeah, Wonderboy has since. Competing for the title, he's dropped down to nine. Yeah. And had one of the worst title fights ever. Maybe two. Well, the second one wasn't bad. Oh, the first one. First one, I mean. Yeah, the first one. First one was not bad. That was a good fight. That was a really good fight. The second one was hot garbage. 
Yeah, because the first one was like, oh, they're reading each other, and they were landing more shots, and they were pulling the trigger more. For sure. The second, the second one, they came in super tentative. They knew what they were trying to do, and they're like, well, well you know, there was a knockdown in in there. There was a, almost a submission. Like they they put on a good fight the first time. The second one, that fight sucked balls. Yeah. That was almost yeah. as bad as Derek Lewis versus Francis Ngannou. To be honest, I don't know. That one might be worse. Probably, just because we're I think we're anticipating more of that one. Yeah, but I mean, we've already we already had seen that the first one wasn't all going to be a crazy match. But at least well, Ngannou. But at least Ngannou and and Derek Lewis was only three rounds. Yeah, that they did have the benefit of being that two was rounds short. five. And it was shite. Shite. Um, but yeah, I got I got Luke. I think he I think he gets it done one way or another. I'll take Luke too. Right. Uh your second fight of the main card in the heavyweight division, the the aforementioned Black Beast Derek Lewis taking on Balago Ivanov. Uh is this gonna be another snoozer? <laughs> Somebody's either going to sleep or it's going to be really boring. There's only there's it's it's not going to be an exciting three round <laughs> fight between these two guys. If you guys don't know Blaganov, I don't blame you guys. He's from Bellator. He's the guy that got stabbed. His spinal cord almost got severed. This guy almost died. Um, Ivanov uh, and Derek Lewis might kill him. No, well, do we haven't seen Derek Lewis? I don't know how long. Remember last time. It hasn't been too long. I mean, a little he bit. surgery or something? I think he did have something done to his back. My back. My back. Caps, my back. What you got? It's spinal. <laughs> I broke my vertebrae. It's my spine. It's spinal. You were looking kind of sluggish out there, Mike. Is there something wrong with you? I broke my, my back. back. I broke my back. What? It's spinal. I guess it has been. He hasn't fought since uh, March. Okay, not too too long, but yeah, six months ago. Yeah, he fought Junior. Well, especially when he was fighting November, October, and then July, and then February, and then June. Yeah, I was gonna say he. Yeah. Yep. So. Oh. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember too much about uh, Blagoy Ivanov's last fight. Uh, did he fight Dos Santos? Did he fight Dos Santos too? No, he fought Tadu Vasa. Oh yeah, I I remember. Because Wasn't I that picked... fight really shitty? Yeah, I picked. Was that because that... Chicago? Uh, June eighth, two thousand nineteen. Was that Chicago? It doesn't. It doesn't tell me a fucking. Because why would you UFC website, you piece of shit? 225? No. No, that was... UFC 238. Was... Is that the one me and Toucan went to? Might have been. I know there was a lot of those flags. Probably. I think I think we had good expectations for this fight, and it turned out to be shit, if I remember. But you know, my, um, my memories. They, I, three round decision. No, well, so here's the thing. I've always criticized Ty for fucking 
Yeah, this is. I was there live for this. Okay. Um. Ty wants to just knock people out, and his his name is Boom Boom or whatever. Bam Bam. Bam Bam. But he he guesses out very fast if he doesn't get the knockout within the first round, and then once that happens, it's over. Didn't didn't Ivanov just like lay on him? Yeah, he That's just he. Yeah, he just. He pretty much just controlled him and just uh, that's what I beat thought. him up on the feet. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was kind of exciting in the first round. They went back and forth, but like I said, Ty does not take himself seriously. You can see it. He's always had a gut. Is he trained? Is Ivanov trained at AKA? Mm, he might. Let's see. Let's see. I guess we'll find out Saturday if Daniel Cormier is. Praising him like he's the second SK coming. Absolute Bulgaria. Oh, okay, never mind. Somewhere in Bulgaria. Yeah. Motherfucker. So the, he, the guy's a grinder, man. He he'll grind out. He'll, oh yeah, he's probably a Bulgarian wrestler, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's a tough motherfucker. He's not going to be easy to put out, but Derek Lewis can put people out. It's going to be an interesting fight. We haven't seen Derek in a while, and if he's got his issue with his back fix <laughs> and he doesn't have cardio issues. Say, hopefully he comes in in shape. Yeah, which he has been somewhat serious as of late. He has yeah. been toning up, and if, especially if he's gotten his back issue fixed, he, he can come in very, very healthy and maybe even get a knockout. Well, that's, what, needed knockout. that's what one of the things he said a while ago, a few fights ago, was that he lost weight because it helped, was helping his back. Definitely. Less weight on the back helps. Oh, yeah. All day. You and I both know that. That's why I'm sitting on a fucking yoga ball. <laughs> Less uh, pressure on the back. Oh, man. I'm going to... I'm going to take Derek Lewis because, you know what? Lewis can wrestle. Um, mm-hmm. So I think he can stop. Yeah, yeah I'm, going with, I'm going with Black Beast, too. I'll jump on that train. Neutralize him. And he's got the power. I got the power. Oh, man. God damn. That's a good opening fight right here. Kevin Lee versus Gregor Gillespie. Number 10, number 11, respectively, in the lightweight division. This is this is a test for Gregor. This is a motherfucking big-time test for Gregor. Gregor Gillespie? Gregor, Gregor the gift of Gillespie. Fucking former NCAA All-American wrestler. The boy can wrestle too, Kevin Lee. Oh no, Kevin can. I know. He did. It, he did it right here, forty minutes away from where I live. Yeah, he's from your state. He is. He he's from your my area. Well, he's from he's Detroit, from, but he trains from your estado. That's he, state he, Spanish. He, okay, I got you, bro. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I like I like both these guys a lot. Yeah, I actually like Gregor less. I don't know. I don't know him too much. I know he fishes. That's about it. Well, uh, you know, I don't fish, so man. <laughs> uh, it, if Kevin Lee can keep it on the feed, I'd see a bad night for Gregor. 
don't know, man. Gregor can throw hands. I yeah, maybe I just haven't seen enough of it. Gregor's got good boxing, bro. Gregor's got he can he can uh, pop pop pop. He did TKO Yancey. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's got hands, bro. I ain't sleeping on Kevin Lee, obviously. I like Kevin Lee a lot, but yeah, he's got, and Gregor Gillespie's got good submissions, too. It's going to be a good fight. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a good fight in terms of seeing where Gregor falls and where Kevin Lee falls, to be honest. Yeah. Because uh, did, did we jump Kevin Lee up too many rums on the ladder? Should we have let him kind of just, you know, no, maybe go I, one at a time and giving him the number above him, the number above him, instead of boom, boom, boom. I don't think shot him up to fight Tony. I don't. I don't know. I don't necessarily think so. I think Kevin's proven he's a good fighter and he can stand in there with people. I think this is more of just like a test, you know, Gregor, Gregor, it's two guys in in a similar position. Kevin needs it to to win over an up and comer. Gregor needs it to, to crack the top 10. Everybody else at 155 is either tied up or whatever. So fuck it. Let's have a fucking fight, Jack. I think Kevin really needs it, man, because he lost that 170, and now he's back down to 155. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, look at Showtime. He was, he bounced around. He lost a bunch of time. <laughs> bounced around. He, he didn't end up all right. I think he'll be fine. Yeah. Man, but this fight card, Jesus Christ, the, the prelims are stacked, too. Yeah. You got... Johnny Walker versus Corey Anderson in the featured prelim fight. That's a badass fight. That's a really badass fight. It's Johnny Walker's proving time. Uh, Corey Anderson can either get knocked the fuck out or he can win and put himself closer to getting knocked the fuck out by John Jones. So this is where we're going to see if Johnny Walker can fight off the cage because Corey Anderson is going to grind, 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 grind. He's going to go for the double leg. He's going to attack the legs. He's going to go for the hips. He's going to he's going to try to get you down or push you against the cage and just grind you out, punch you, yep. pitter-patter you out. If you, you might not like his style, but it's nasty. Corey Anderson's style is not fun to watch, but and it is not fun to be in, but it is nasty. Mm-hmm. He's a wrestler. It, this... Yeah, it, it should be appreciated what he does to some aspects, though. For sure. And we're about to see where Johnny Walker lies within that <laughs> aspect of his game. Can he stop the pushing against the cage? Yeah, that's, that's something he's going to have to show because it's going to happen the further closer he gets to John Jones. He's a big dude. I didn't realize how big he was till I saw him next to Corey. Oh, yeah, he's a big motherfucker. He, he fell? Did you, see, did you see him? Uh-uh. He fell walking on stage with this fight. I think he was, like, filming, and he tripped over the stage. Oh, Jesus Christ. At least he didn't blow his knee out like Tony. This is this. Well, he did blow out his shoulder celebrating, so. True. He said he's not going to do that stupid shit anymore. 
Yeah, but he was fucking vlog- vlogging, and he almost tripped, or he almost fell face first. Well, yeah. um, he tripped up on the stairs and dropped his phone, and like they were helping him. So. He's, a, he's a dummy. Dummy. Um. I'm going to go with Corey. Mm-hmm. But. I think Walker gets it. I think he knocks him out. I think he's going to spin off the cage. I think he's going to. I think he's been practicing it. And I think this kid picks up on shit quick. How yeah. old is this motherfucker? Johnny Walker? Yeah. Young. 27. Yeah. Pretty young. Pretty young. 6'5, 205 pounds. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go with I'm Fuck. gonna go with Yanni Walker Jr. Super high. Um, yeah, I think I think Johnny possesses the power to knock out Corey Anderson. I just having not seen what he can do against somebody like a grinder like Corey Anderson, I can see Corey dragging this out. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen Johnny Walker tested either, so it was a test. We'll be shocked because Corey Anderson. Like I don't I don't pick Corey Anderson with a shitload of faith. Don't get me wrong. But I think it's just a lack of having seen enough from Johnny Walker. You gotta have faith. Uh, Shane Burgos is gonna take on Mr. Finland, Mark Quan Americani. Mm. There's another good fight. Yeah. Um, a lot of people might not know too much about Burgos because he's fairly new ish. Got less than five fights in the UFC, I think. Uh, but Mer- Americani's a he, he's a good fighter too, man. Americani's exciting. He'll come out, throw a flying knee as his first move. He's got good jujitsu, good good submissions. Burgos is a in your face striker. He beat Cub Swanson in a split decision in his yeah. last fight. Yeah. He's got badass striking. You know, his his striking is really smooth. His boxing is very crisp. Um, I don't know how much of his submissions I've seen, but he's got five submissions. Uh, how many UFC fights? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, he's got six, six UFC fights. Got Fredo Castro. He, Calvin Cater beat him though by punches. I remember that fight. I do remember oh, that. Fight. That one was that one was a badass fight though. They were they were beating the shit out of each uh-huh. other if I remember right. But Cater was the crisper of the boxers and he was using his jab a lot better, right? And yeah, that's what it was. I think, I think it was Cater using the 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 jab on Burgos a lot better. Yeah, I think you're right. Just piecing him up with one twos. Mm-hmm. Um. Mercani, Mercani. He, I know Mercani had a kind of a slip up. I think he, I think he bought a little bit into himself too much. Yep. And yeah, he Arnold Allen, his. yeah, into his hype a little bit too much. Arnold Allen was, was he beat him by split decision? But I remember Allen beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Oh, oh. Jesus Christ, I'm so high, like I'm coming down, <laughs> dude. I smoked a couple of joints with Tony when he was over here before we started. Ferguson? No, fuck yeah. Yeah, I had Tony Ferguson in my house. He just breaking down the fights. He stopped down, talked. You're picking his brain. Yeah. Picking his brain about what he thinks about his uh not hometown of Muskegon, Michigan. Hey, he called out Jones. Tony Ferguson called out John Jones. Yeah. Why? 
he said he was a better wrestler, and John Jones knows it because they had wrestled, and jo- and he handed John Jones his ass. I find that hard to believe. And then John Jones was like, "Hey, what's up? I thought we were good, bro. Are you suicidal or something?" And yeah. then he took, and then he took the tweet down because everyone was like, "Hey, hey, hey!" Look, Tony. It's war, it's war dude. I don't think there's rules in war sometimes. I don't think Tony could take John Jones in wrestling. I'm not saying that either, but... Tony's a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like... I don't think Tony ever was going to go to the Olympics. John probably would have been a fucking... <laughs> Yeah, now you're on camera. You can't sneak and do all the fucking shit you used to do all the time on the show before we started putting it on YouTube. And now when I talk shit about my friends, they can actually listen to it because it's going to be on the full hill. Right. Well, they can eat my ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, eat his ass with a spoon. Yep. It'll have uh, Reese's Pieces residue. <laughs> That's just doo-doo. Doo-doo. I pooted. Mean, she pooted. I think uh, Burgos is going to end up winning this one, this one, I think. Yeah, as much as I like Americani, uh, Burgos is tough. The boxing is better. Um, I don't think Americani is going to come in and knock him out with anything too crazy, flashy. Nah. And I think uh, Burgos is just going to piece him up and grind him out. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of uh, piecing people up, <laughs> number 13, Edmund Shabazian takes on number 11, Brad Tavares. Gesundheit. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Edmund Shabazian's a bad motherfucker, dude. 10-0? Yeah. The, 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 that's that fucking kid that was Ronda's um, partner. Okay. He, he's somebody that is coming out of Edmund's camp that can actually throw hands. Does he have head movement? Uh, he's got fucking fist of goddamn fury. Doesn't have his association. Did he change camps? No, uh, not that I know of. Hmm. Unless I can't read, but no, it doesn't have where he's training out of. No, um, I don't like Brad Tavares, so I'm gonna go with uh, Shabazian. Uh, you won't. Well, if, if if things go the way that Edmund Shabazian's Fights have gone since coming into the UFC. You probably won't have to worry about it. Yeah, I don't like Tavares. I really like him. People had him going over on a sign. Yeah, psych, watch. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I don't like Brad Tavares either, but... Uh, opening fight of the prelims, Andre Arlowski taking on Jairus... Jarzino Rosenstruck. Would you call me? I, I dude, I don't know who this guy is. Never heard of him. Never heard of this guy. This guy. These guys. These guys. You know these uh, guys. Ain't yeah. hey, no, no. I don't know who who that guy is. Who's these guys? Um. He, you said he's eight and zero. Yeah, ain't no. He's got two UFC no. fights. He, he beat Junior Albini, the guy that looked like he was wearing a diaper that one time. Yep. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. And he beat Alan Crowder in his last fight in June 22nd, 2019. Probably good. Nine seconds left, I guess, in the first. Uh, Okay. Probably beats Andre. Wait, did he beat Alan Crowder in nine seconds, or was there nine seconds left? It says time nine. Nine seconds. seconds. Yeah. Damn, he knocked knocked him out in nine seconds. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's from Suriname. I don't know where that is. I'm gonna say Africa. I don't know. I'm gonna say it beats Andre though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Andre's been winning though recently, but yeah, no, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna put my no. I know. I'm going with this new guy. Uh, and in your early prelims, rounding it out, we have Caitlin Chukagian taking on Jennifer Maya, number one versus number five, respectively, in the women's flyweight division. Um, Lyman Good versus Chance Raconteur, and Julio Arce versus Hakeem Duadu. Great opening fight. The other three or the other two kind of suck. This one is really good. Arce versus Duadu. Duadu has gotten some kind, of, or not some kind, but some popularity because he got a knockout. Chukagian's looked good her last couple fights. She's going to get smoked in the title fight. Mm-hmm. But if she beats Maya, but she's looked she's looked good. How hot is Maya? She's, she's not, she looks like she's probably cute. Uh, she fights out of two books. I mean, Caitlin Chukagian trains jujitsu with Gary Tonin. Okay. So she's she's got badass ground game. I don't know. I don't have any prediction for it. I just think it's going to be a decent fight. But <laughs> good ass card. Yeah, no, it's a badass card. Good ass card. Happy birthday to me. Oh, man, let's uh, let's get into some news and then uh, we can call it a podcast. Is that what we're doing? That's what we're doing. UFC announces new Asia edition of Dana White's Contender Series. Oh yeah, very yeah. nice. Yeah. After me, building, me frappy dicky wrong time. <laughs> After building the impressive 93,000-square-foot Performance Setting Institute in Shanghai, holding a successful uh, event in Shenzhen, and, and crowning Zhang the first Chinese champion with a devastating knockout over Jessica and Draj, Yu Promotion announced plans to hold a contender series in China. The show will take place at the Performance Institute, but the UFC... China. <laughs> China. <laughs> One night in China. Uh, the UFC has yet to announce a date and which fighters will compete for a contract with the promotion. So, there's that. Uh, the UFC has announced Cyril Gagne versus Tanner Boser for UFC Busan or Bussin. Busan? Uh... Yeah. 
A train to Busan? I think that's a... That's, uh, that fight's going to be taking place December 21st, and will be headlined by Brian Ortega versus the Korean Zombie. I think uh, the Superboy, or Wonder... The, whatever his name is. Superboy. Korean, gonna... Korean Superboy? Yeah, I think he's going to fight in there, and I think the only reason he's going to be able to is because, yes, he is serving his military service, but it is going to be in Korea. Ooh. So I think he's allowed to fight. That would be cool. Be nice to see Superboy. Yeah. Uh, Mike Patty versus Jeff Neal, booked for UFC 245 in December. Uh, that's taking place on December 14th. That's a quick turnaround for Perry, especially after getting his face smashed in by Luke. Yeah. So far, this uh, this fight card is headlined by Kamaru Usman versus Kobe Covington, Max Holloway versus Alexander Volkanovski for the 145-pound title, Amanda Nunes versus Jermaine Durandamy, uh, Jose Alto versus Marlon Moraes. All the titles are on the line. Uriah Faber versus Peter Yan, uh, Matt Brown versus Ben Saunders, Jessica I versus Vivian Arruo. Kai Kara France uh, versus Brandon Morano. Uh, Oscar Pichorta versus, I don't even know, Soriano. And Jeff Neal versus Mike Batty. Uh, former title contender Kat Zingano has signed a monthly fight deal with Bellator to compete in their featherweight division. Uh, man. Yeah, I feel for Kat, but it's not going to go well for her over there either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, had, it hadn't been going her way recently. No, not and, for a and, while. Yeah. Not for a while. She's. I think she's been focused a little bit too much out of the ring. Yeah. And she did have some issues that were undisclosed some health concerns that she couldn't fight for a while and like for some reason she just wasn't getting fights. Yep. I think she did mention as well she did have like depression. I think that's Well, yeah. I mean, she went through a lot of shit. There was like that uh thing with her husband. Well, he died. Well, he, yeah, yeah taking, taking his life, her loss to Ronda, all like real mm-hmm. nearby with each other. Back so. to back, she has yeah. kids. But that, like, recently she had, like, another bout of depression where, like, I don't know. Yeah. Career was falling apart. Yeah. Uh, Tracy Cortez will now meet Vanessa Mello at UFC Sao Paulo. That's taking place November 16th. So, two weeks. Um, headlined by Jan Blahovitz versus Jacare Souza. Still looking for an opponent for Shogun Hua. Charles Oliveira. What? That was a. Uh, sorry. So what's his name stepping in? Isn't he? I don't know. For, for Weidman. Oh no! Sorry, I'm high as shit. Weidman just shit. fought, didn't he? Last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm high. Wow. I I thought Jacare was stepping in for, for someone from Blow. No, Jacare is fighting Blow. It's, it's Shogun. Jacare stepped in for someone. Maybe. Yeah, maybe somebody else was supposed to fight Jan. I think you're right. I don't remember. I don't know. But this fight was supposed to happen before. 
Some shit. I'm high too, Rafa. I can't keep track of all of it. Too stoned. Um, Sergio Marais. Huh? Oh yeah, Sergio Pettis signed with Bellator as well. But he's 135 now. Well, yeah, because they don't have a 125 pound division in Bellator, do they? No. Yeah, I think so. So automatically 135. So automatically murder. He's gonna get fucked up at 135. In Bellator? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I don't know why I'm giving Bellator shit. They do have their lightweight. Their lightweight divisions are fucking pretty good. Yeah, especially with them sharing talents with one. Yeah. Are they sharing talents with one? I thought it was Ryzen. Mm, Ryzen. Yeah. Horiguchi. Yeah. He's in Ryzen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. DJ's in one. That big old belt. You on saw t- the big on, old belt? On TNT. Yeah. You see that big old belt? Nah. They gave DJ pretended to fall when they put it on him. <laughs> on, on his shoulder. <laughs> the guys were like, oh shit, what? Calm down. That's funny. I saw a... Uh... A retrospective, like look back article in the of the trade for between DJ and Askren, mm-hmm. and how stupid it was <laughs> because Askren got his ass kicked, which I had a good feeling was going to happen to him twice anyway in the UFC. It kind of helped though. Yeah, for money wise, for the UFC, it's a success because it's gotten them to this pay per view for the BMF title. Well, it's a success for. DJ and the fact that he's working for a company that wants to push the division he fights in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's working. That's it. That's too. And he's working for his his coach and his manager. That too. So, um, yeah. So that's the last story I had for the night. That's all I got. I got nothing. Got nothing either. I'm high as shit. That's what I got. I got Weidman fighting Blahovitz or something like that. I don't know what the hell I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> that was my news. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Isn't Weidman fighting fucking Ray Mysterio Jr.? You you broke news to me. Isn't Weidman fighting Ray Mysterio Jr.? <laughs> Everything's fucking crazy. Kane's fighting Brock. Tyson's fighting Braun. <laughs> world's upside down. Everything. The whole world's going to hell, dude. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Well, YouTube, I hope you enjoyed your first experience with the Average Joe's MMA show. Um, fuck, I'm high. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, plugs? Uh, please check out the Full Heel Podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, all that cool stuff. Uh, subscribe here for weekly Average Joe's episodes, weekly breakdowns <laughs> of Raw on the Full Heel Podcast, weekly breakdowns of AEW on the Full Heel Podcast, uh, Tuesdays with Ryan... Um, whenever he's available, because we haven't done one in a couple of weeks. Um, still Jeff wanted. comes on there. 
DDP. We're going to do DDP yeah, soon. Yeah, I want to do a DDP uh, one. Jeff comes on, too, so go ahead and subscribe to there if you want to hear Jeff on there. Uh, and if you don't, suck it. Yeah, and then the Average Joe's RSS feed will be on Full Heel Podcast, so you guys can check it out on iTunes, too. Goddamn right. Uh, yeah, so please subscribe, 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 subscribe. Check out the rewrites. Goddamn They're playing right. a show November 2nd at Most Tavern here in Chicago, and then November 22nd in Muskegon, Michigan. That's Is right. it in Muskegon? Muskegon? Is it going to be in Muskegon? Yeah, Muskegon yeah, right? at, at Unruly Brewery. <laughs> the Unruly Brewing Company. Out. <laughs> with my live band, Biffy and the Beat Slayers, and another band uh, called the Delta Dacalactones and MC Search. Yeah, these guys are trying to get a crew to go with them, so. Tight. Yeah. Good. Bring some people. Let's party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to go get high as shit if I go. Oh, you and I, get, we're getting high as shit. You got damn have- right. I might have a beer too, but I'm not a drinker, so yeah, yeah, we'll we'll smoke plenty. We'll smoke a plenty. Oh ho ho ho! wee! Well, that's gonna wrap it up for another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. As always, we appreciate you guys for listening and for you tuning in on YouTube. Shoutouts to my brother Rafa for bringing us in on the Full Heel Podcast Network. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, of course. And in the family. That's right. It's going on the family. That's right. And uh, we'll see you guys next week for another episode. See ya. <laughs>